Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of the Let's Sip Together podcast. I am so excited about today's episode in particular because it's one that I had been thinking about and talking about with a few different people in my life. And then I actually got a message from a friend of mine who is also divorced asking this exact same question. So I'm really, really excited to talk about today hobbies and what I do in my free time. And there's a couple different parts to this conversation, but it came up for me first in talking with a coach that I've been working with for the last 12 weeks. And we were talking about prioritizing time for myself and doing things just for me. And she was asking me what my hobbies are and what I enjoy doing in my free time. And it seems like a really simple and easy question, but I deeply struggled with giving her an answer. And I honestly really could not think of an activity that I do right now consistently for my own enjoyment. And I'm not sure where along the lines I let go of those things, but we started talking about, you know, what do you do when the girls are with their dad right now? And what did you do, you know, prior to your divorce in your free time that was just for you? And sadly, I did not have an answer. And it sort of shocked me and I came to this realization that at least for me, and I think after talking with some friends, this happens with a lot of parents, specifically mothers, we let go of so many pieces of our identity when we get married and have children. We shift the priority to our kids, to our families, to our jobs, and anything that we do to fill our own cup is oftentimes pushed to the very bottom of the list, or in a lot of cases, actually off the list. Um, All of my time for a very long time was spent on my children by choice. Of course, they are my top priority. And then on work and any free time, quote unquote, free time that I had was spent taking care of our home and taking care of all of the other responsibilities that many of us carry. We all wear dozens of hats every day, and there really wasn't that prioritization of time for me. And what was also interesting is that we were chatting about my ex-husband and the hobbies that he had, you know, boating, for example, and that was something that he enjoys and that he did you know, throughout our marriage. And, and that was wonderful. It was not something that I ever asked him not to do. And looking back, I'm sort of jealous (laughs) that he was able to have this hobby that was just for him and presumably didn't feel any guilt around it. Whereas for me and for a lot of women and mothers, we have guilt when we do something that is not directly beneficial to our children, to our families, to our finances, or to our home. And 
the reality is that narrative is false and it's not actually true. It is something that I believed to be true for many years. And it wasn't until literally two weeks ago when I had this conversation that I realized that was a narrative that I had made up in my head. And it's a narrative that I don't want my own daughters to grow up believing. I want them to, you know, become parents, have successful careers, you know, do what they want to do without letting go of all of their own identity, if that makes sense. Um, It was just a really interesting, really interesting conversation and one that I hadn't really thought about. And so the push that she gave to me was to prioritize that time for myself and find things that I do enjoy doing on my own that are not things, again, that benefit my home, my children, you know, directly. Um, Again, thinking back to when my ex-husband would go, go voting and sometimes take the kids, I would find myself with these, you know, two, three, four, five hour blocks of time. And I used to think to myself, oh, this is so nice. I have a little bit of a break. But what did I do during that break? I would do the laundry. I would mop the floors because nobody was home to walk on wet floors. It was perfect timing. I never made the choice to take that time and actually do something for me. Um, I never did. So it's interesting now at 43 being told that is something that I should be doing. That is something that is okay for me to do. And that is something that is quite frankly, really important for me to do because the more that I'm able to pour into myself, the better I can show up in all of these important relationships as a a mother, as a friend, as a leader, as an employee, as a daughter, as a sister. Um, I can show up better for those important people when I'm actually pouring into myself. Um, So that was a really interesting kind of realization that I've come to over the last couple of weeks and one that has taken me a bit of time to really process and accept and digest and one that I have to make a very conscious choice around. It's not something yet that comes naturally to me. Um, Just this past Sunday, I was talking to my girls and saying, you know, I'm not sure what I want to do today. I'm going to drop you guys off at dad's and do I go to the beach or do I come home and take care of things around the house? And my youngest daughter was like, mom, you should go to the beach for a little while and relax and then come home and take care of what you need to take care of. And had I not had that push from her, I may might have not made that choice, but I did. And I took two hours and went to the beach by myself and read a book. And I can't even tell you the last time that I went to the beach alone and just relaxed. The beach is my happy place and has always been my happy place, yet I have not gone to the beach alone in, I honestly can't even tell you how long, I can't remember. So it was a really great way to spend a couple of hours on Sunday, and I'm really proud of myself for kind of making this, um, making this choice and really prioritizing that time for myself. Um, the second part of this obviously is answering uh, my friend and a listener, which is so exciting, answering her question of what I do in my free time, particularly in the evenings um, when I don't have my girls. And if I'm being 
fully transparent, if I look back to two years ago when our separation first happened, again, remembering that we were three months into COVID. So everyone, for the most part, was very much quarantining. A lot of people were not going out. Um, I will admit in this safe place that I spent a lot of time um, doing one of my favorite hobbies, which isn't really a hobby. Um, Netflix and Bravo, quite frankly, were my two best friends for many months um, during that time, particularly the winter months. When the girls were not at home and I was home alone, that is where I spent my time. And I quite frankly didn't have the bandwidth for much else. Um, In the more recent months, again, since the separation was two years ago, in more recent months, I spend my free time and have been spending my free time really, really working on myself. There was a window of time last fall where I jumped back into the dating pool. I thought that was something that I should be doing because my ex was dating. So I naturally felt like that was something that I should be doing. And I put myself out there and within a few months realized and recognized some old patterns that I was determined to break and to not repeat again. And so I committed to working with a coach and really, really working on myself and my personal development and getting my mind right and getting my life to a place where I felt good about it. And that includes my physical health, financial health, mental health, um, my home, all of those things and wanting to get everything kind of in the best shape possible. And at 43 years old, that took a long time. (laughs) And I'm still a work in progress, but that is how I have spent my free time for the last several months is doing a lot of personal development, a lot of reading, a lot of journaling, a lot of introspection, um, really learning about myself and kind of undoing some of the, I don't want to say damage, but unraveling some of the narratives and stories that I have told myself for a really, really long time so that I am the best version of me that I can be as I step into this next chapter. Um, And then in terms of now recently, just in the last couple of weeks, that I really, really been thinking about, you know, what do I want to try? What do I want to do? How do I want to spend my free time, you know, as, as fun? And so obviously the first thing is spending time with friends. That is something that I've been actively working to prioritize and make time to spend with the people that are closest to me. Um, A lot of them are married uh, with children. And so it takes some creativity and it takes some pre-planning to get time on people's calendars. Um, We can't just get together tomorrow. It's usually a three or four week lead time. But that is something that I've really made a priority um, in my life. And then looking into hobbies and things that I enjoy learning about, um, If you've been listening for a while, you know that I work with a winery um, and I have spent a lot of time on my wine education. That is something that I really am passionate about learning about. And lots of people tease that it's just because I like to drink the wine. And while I do love to drink wine, I really do love learning about it and the process of making it and all of that. And so 
that is one area that I have been digging into and doing some research in. Um, I also picked up knitting a while back, um, wanting to complete the, the backstory to that is um, my grandmother passed away many, many years ago. And when she passed, we found a, you know, her knitting needles and all of this and a couple of projects that she had started and never finished. And so my dream one day is to complete one of the projects that she had started, but obviously I don't want to touch anything of hers until I actually know what I'm doing. So knitting is another hobby that way back when I had picked up that I'm looking forward to in the winter months coming ahead, um, being able to pick that up again and, and work on that. Um, another thing that I've recently started doing is learning Italian. I have a dream that in the next um, year or two, I will be visiting Italy. Um, only a couple of people close to me know that, so I'm sharing it on here. But I figured if I'm going to go to Italy, I might as well learn some Italian. So I have been um, spending about 15 minutes a day learning a little bit of Italian here and there so that hopefully in a year I'll be able to at least communicate a little bit when I go on my trip. Um, and then, of course, the last thing that I will never give up that I enjoy greatly is all of my housewives on Bravo. That is still something that I prioritize. I don't, I, I don't prioritize that, but I make a conscious choice to choose that. Um, two years ago, I wasn't making any kind of conscious choices. I was just sitting on the couch and staring at Bravo for hours on end. Now it is definitely a choice. Um, but those are the ways at this point in time, at least as of now in mid-August of 2022, that is how I'm spending my time. And so I think the message here is that for anyone is that you don't have to let go of all of your passions and all of your interests when you become a wife or become a mother. And again, I think a lot of us do. And it's not something that I recognized until I went through a divorce and now have been working with a professional on kind of getting my life together that I, I recognize that. And after talking with a lot of people, it is not uncommon. Um, it is, in fact, I think, dare I say, the norm. I don't like painting um, with broad strokes, but I do think that that's the norm. That's something that happens often. And so for my own daughters, again, and for anyone that's listening, I would ask you to stop and pause and think about what's the last thing that you did for yourself, for your enjoyment that had nothing to do with earning money for your family or taking care of your kids or taking care of your home, but just something that you did for you. Um, and if you can't think of something, then maybe that's a signal to try something new. Um, and that's kind of the other piece of it that, again, as I'm trying to model for my daughters, is that it's never too late to try something new. Um, I'm 43 and I want to try paddleboarding. Like, it's never too late and it takes a bit of courage to try. And I, I recognize that. Um, but again, I think it's something that's really, really, really important, especially when in my example, I have put kind of myself and my happiness on the back burner for a long time. Um, while it's a little bit scary, it's also really, really exciting to start prioritizing myself for a little while. So that is all for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. 
um, please feel free anytime to shoot me a message. If you have a suggestion for a show topic, you can email me at letssiptogether at gmail.com or you can shoot me a message um, on Instagram at letssiptogether underscore the podcast. I hope you are well. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.